0: This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: Hello and welcome to The Stand with Amy Dunphy. Now the World Cup is on and we are in World Cup mode for this podcast. We're going to talk about one of the great footballing nations in Europe, Spain. The winners of the World Cup in 2010 with that great team. Iniesta, Xavi, many great players in that side and it was a great win by a great team. Let's hope we see... Such a team in Qatar, although given the climate and the conditions, it seems unlikely. But to talk about Spain, their chances, and their head coach, Luis Enrique, who is an intriguing figure in his own right, were joined from Barcelona by Richard Fitzpatrick, an Irishman who is a journalist of long standing in Spain. He lives there and he watches Spanish football very carefully and knows all there is to know. Richard, Thank you very much for joining us on The stand. Spain are one of the great footballing nations in Europe. Italy didn't qualify, which (laughs) means they may well be the best European team, but certainly they always play wonderful football and produce great players. What's the mood going into the tournament? Because their manager, Luis Enrique, who managed Barcelona, who was himself a top player, is a very interesting character in his own right.
1: Yeah, the the mood is very muted here, Eamon. Um, obviously, it's a winter World Cup, so everybody is slow to to kind of get um, get excited about it. Um, but in 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 Spain, generally, the the Spain national team. It depends on what part of the country you're in, whether you're whether you're behind them or not. Like, uh, I live here in Barcelona and Catalonia and Catalans. Are ambivalent at best about the Spain national team.
0: And Enrique is a Catalan, isn't
1: he? No, he's actually from Asturias in the other, ah, okay. the other cor- top corner, the south, right. or the northwest corner of Spain. But he played uh, for, eight, for eight years at Barça and was Barça coach, treble right. coach. So he, he's hugely identified with um, Barça, and um, that he's very contentious because of um, his situation being so closely aligned with Barça. It's, it's, it's unusual that you would have such a, a big figure from Barça's history as, as the national team coach. Like Spain would not would never play in, um, in Barça. The Camp Nou, the last time they played here was 1987. Right. Um, the Spain team rotates around Spain for their home games, but Barça's stadium wouldn't be a popular destination um so enrique came in after the um botched 2018 world cup and uh, he was immediately um um hammered by the madrid-based press because of his background and because he's made so many contentious decisions um they don't like having an anti-madridista um as the spain national team coach real madrid fans would would be huge supporters of the spain national team yes but say Atletico Madrid wouldn't, wouldn't be the case. Um, and again, like I mentioned, in the regions up in the Basque Country, they wouldn't be big followers of the national team. But Enrique has, at every step of the way, he's, um, he's caused fights with the press. Um, it's been really interesting to, to watch him operate. Um, they've, the press have called him out several times on his decisions, which have been very controversial. But again and again, he gets it right. Um, say, for example, back in the Euro Finals last summer yes. in 2021, they were giving out about why he was playing Alvaro Morata up front, uh, which was a valid criticism, but Morata finished Spain's top scorer in the tournament. They wondered why Pedri, uh, um, um, an 18-year-old, was going to be starting in midfield. Pedri was the young player of the tournament. He's an absolute delight. Uh, the, a, a, Last October 2021, um, uh, Luis Enrique gave Gavi a 17-year-old, his debut. Gavi had only played a few minutes at this stage for Barca, and all through last season he wasn't a starter with Barca. But again, he was vindicated. Gavi put on a, a show against the Italians, was man of the match in that debut, and he's now a starter with Barca. And... Um, so Enrique gets his calls right, and he he's he's it's great. He's so confrontational with the press. He's he's barely concealed contempt for them. You know, he says <laughs> yeah. he says I um, I don't listen to anything that you said you guys say on the radio about me or that's written in the press in the papers about me. Why would I? I know far far more about football than you do.
0: Yeah, one of the controversial decisions, it may be seen, but it doesn't stand up to scrutiny, really. There's only one Real Madrid player in the squad. It's Carvajal, a full-back, very, very good player. But when you think about the Real Madrid team, the great players in it, Karim Benzema, of course, who won the Ballon d'Or this year, but also Vinicius Rodrigo, they're two Brazilians. So there aren't that many Real Madrid players who would qualify.
1: No, you, you you're right like say in, when Real Madrid won the Champions League final back in in May or so uh, of the 14 players who featured only two were um, yes Spain players one of those was a sub Danny Ceballos, who isn't on the squad um, so although it's a stick that the Madrid press beat Luis Enrique with it's you know there aren't any cause celebres maybe a macho a, a utility defender but um, he's, he's, he's justified in um, not picking Real Madrid players. The, w- the one player that uh, p- uh, the press hammer him about is um, Sergio Ramos, who's again uh, yes. left out of the squad for the tournament finals. Uh, he's been a starter all, all season for um, Paris Saint-Germain and centre-back is a problem area for Spain. Right. So, um, that That's is, a big
0: call and Ramos yeah. is a huge figure, an iconic figure in Spain, and has been a great player, but he didn't play at all last year for PSG. Since he went to PSG, he's been injured a lot of the time, so you'd have to give Enrique a a pass on that. What's fascinating is that they're in a a tough enough group, although they have an easy starter against Costa Rica. If you can say any match in international football these days, is easy. Germany and Japan are the other two teams in the group. And it's a tough group, but they seem to to have Pedri, Gavi, who are very very young players. At the same time, you know Sergio Busquets is in the side. Coke from Atletico, who's thirty. Busquets is thirty four. So there's a mix there of players. David de Gea, the Manchester United goalkeeper, was a surprise in this part of the world. That he wasn't selected as one of the three goalkeepers. Did it cause any flutters in Spain?
1: Oh, huge, yeah. Um, Unai Simon is favoured instead of him, Athletic Bilbao's goalkeeper. But uh, it's a it's a style issue. Um, Enrique wants to play with a sweeper-keeper. And right. so instead of like the Haye brilliant shots stopper, He's put in Unai Simon. He's not even in the squad. Um, He went to the Euro finals the year before last, but um, he he made it clear to Enrique that he doesn't want to sit around as a sub at tournament finals again. Um, Unai Simon made a really poor error in those finals. Um, I think it was in the game against um, Croatia, Um, let in a really soft goal. Um, He came out of his box to control the ball. Um, so he's under the spotlight on you know, Simon and, and Luis Enrique as a result for um, for taking that um, uh, decision. And um, so, yeah, that's very contentious. And um, De Gea is a Mat- matrileno as well. He's a what? Uh, a matrileno. He's, oh, he's from Madrid. Oh, he's from Madrid. Okay.
0: That's a problem. Uh, yeah. I mean, so he's Enrique has put himself under pressure from the get-go. But as you pointed out, he was a very successful coach. Of Barcelona, won the Champions League. I think they won also the Spanish League and the Copa del Rey all in one season, yeah?
1: Correct, yeah, 2015.
0: And he was himself a very good player, wasn't he?
1: Oh, he was an amazing um, midfielder, scored a lot of goals, played in three World Cups for Spain. Yes. um, Won several league titles with with Barca, uh, played for Real Madrid as well. He's one of the rare uh, top players to go from Real Madrid to Barca he moved in in 96 across the Great Divide Um, and uh, just an all action player Um, and uh, he's kind of brought those traits into management as well Um, he's teak tough he just, uh, even if you listen to his voice it's like sandpaper Um, What's
0: his relationship with Pep like if there is one?
1: Yeah, it would be good. It would be good. Oh, good. They, were, they yeah, soldiered yeah. together for many years on that Barca team. They were both on Spain's right. Olympic winning team in '92 in, in the famous Barca Olympics. Um, so they would they would be close. Um, uh, there would be yeah, there would be a lot of mutual respect there. And and Messi was you know as it came out earlier this week lauding Luis Enrique. Saying you know he was a great coach. Yes. Um, so he's very well regarded by. By the by the by the players, and that's what he will bring um, to this tournament finals. Is that Spain camp will be really really cohesive. All the players know that he has their back. Uh, like yes. for example, in the Euro twenty twenty finals last year, he only brought twenty two players instead of twenty four. He was allotted because um, he wanted all the players to be on the bench for the games. You know, it's all about this kind of solidarity. Yes, that he has um, that he he nurtures
0: the. Nation as such, then, with the divisions, say, from the Basque region down to Catalan, there isn't, say, the same national interest that there would be in England or in Ireland, indeed. It's a bit more muted, is it?
1: Absolutely. It's it's really stark to, to, to witness. Like I remember the, the 2010 World Cup final. I'd just moved to Barcelona six months beforehand. And I had uh, Catalan friends that were where it meant Barca supporters, they were wearing Dutch jerseys for the final, you know <laughs> yeah, it's, it's extraordinary really seven that, that. of their players were playing for Spain uh, right. so they really struggle uh, when when Spain um, plays in these big finals um, because what happens is the, the Spanish flag is like a red rag um, it's an emblem of Spain's right um, yes, so the Catalans have their flag um, that they, you know, is stitched into the Barça jersey so it's it's it it, 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 it um, uh, drags up all these memories of the fascist re- regime under Franco, the the Spain flag. So it's a very contentious. Um,
0: how does this work in terms of the unity of the team? I suppose it helps if you don't pick any Real Madrid players. or are only one, but how does it, <laughs> Yeah. How does it work in general, Richard? In terms of team spirit, is there any evidence?
1: Yeah, it's you know, a very. It's a very good question. Um, this squad is very cohesive. Um, the players would have played all the way up through the ranks in, in successful underage Spain yes. um, teams. But a generation ago, Charlie Redshaw, uh, a famous Barca player in the in the sixties and seventies, uh, he was uh, Johan Cruyff's assistant coach in the dream team. Uh, I remember uh, interviewing him, and he he went to the seventy eight World Cup with Spain, and he said the. The dressing room was blocks of different players. There was the Basques, the Catalans, yes. the Real Madrid players. There was no cohesion. And even in those glory years of 20, 2008 to 2012, when they won three tournaments on the trot, there was a, a lot of division in the camp between the Real Madrid players and the Barca players because of the war that Jose Mourinho was, um, was carrying course, out between yes. Barca and Real Madrid. Um, so there was various tense moments. Uh, I remember um, uh, Casillas and Javi had to broker a piece at one stage between both, both camps. And Jared Piquet and Sergio Ramos would be spokes, or were spokespeople for both sides right. in that division over a decade, you know, um, bickering at each other on social media, And So there was a very uneasy um, atmosphere in the camp, but today it's really cohesive, um, so they're they're definitely pulling together. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
0: Now, let's look at some of these young players, Richard Pedri and Gavi, who are both in the Barcelona side. I think Pedri is 19, Gavi is 18 on the file I have. And you also have this young lad, Ansu Fati, who is twenty, but a newcomer to the Barça squad and indeed to the team. Will they be starters and what kind of football will they play? Because I remember in they only got knocked out of Euros on penalties, am I right?
1: Correct, yeah, by Italy, who they outplayed yeah. in that semi final. Yeah. yeah,
0: so they are real contenders.
1: Yeah, they they are. They and <coughs> they will I think they will struggle to get out of the group and over the last two or three years they've struggled with weaker teams. So Costa Rica, you know, um, yeah. you would think an easy game, but Costa Rica, they don't score goals. They could, they've, they concede fewer park, goals. Park the bus. Park the bus. It's a kind of style of team that Spain always struggle um, to, to unlock this Spain team. You know, a classic tiki-taka team and they don't have a predator up front either. Um So, but the, the, you know, it's a problem,
0: Richard. Sorry to interrupt you, but Murato, he's been everywhere, but he appears to lack confidence. He is a good finisher when he's on song, but he has played for big clubs and never quite done it. I mean, he's at Atletico at the moment, but wherever he's been, he clearly is a very gifted player, but he's 30 now, and you can't rely on him for for goals, can you?
1: No, definitely not. If you just the, the st- statistics speak for themselves, you know he, he would average a goal every three games. Uh, Real Madrid didn't want him. Chelsea didn't want him. Juventus uh, didn't hold on to him. He's back now at Atletico Madrid. Will
0: he be a starter? He
1: will, oh, he will definitely. Yeah, he's yeah. he's the number nine. It depends on how Ansu Fadi fares in the tournament. He'll be he'll be he won't start Ansu Fadi, This young guy from Barca, and um, he was. Uh, Enrique's last um, pick on the squad. He, up to the last hour, Enrique said he was uh, doubting what to do, whether to bring him or not. He's had four four surgeries over the last two years, but he's he he has goal, as they say in Spain. He's uh, even this season he's coming off the bench for Barca and, and scoring for them. So Enrique has risked um, taking him on the plane um, because of that that shortage of um, uh, goal scoring forwards. Right.
0: Yeah, that was evident in the Euros as well. Yeah, Richard Pedri. Tell us about Pedri. He's only nineteen. Yeah, but he's got fourteen caps, and I haven't seen enough of him to make a judgment. But they say he's a the real deal. Is he?
1: Absolutely, I and mean, yeah, just watch him. He's he's so efficient. Uh, he can score goals. He provides assists. Uh, remember Obama yang came to Barça last year in the winter transfer window and he said he was surprised he, he, at Petri he didn't realize how good this guy was um to, uh, he'll be a, he'll be a starter on the team the, the squad numbers you mentioned there are curious it's um, Enrique uh, picked the squad squad numbers based on seniority so um, yes players with the most caps got to pick their number first and that's why they're the Gavi and Pedri are down the, uh, are down at 18, 19 and Anzifadi at 20 but uh, the midfield will be Busquets, Gavi and uh, Pedri. Um, Pedri will turn 20 in, in the tournament finals. Um, Javi compares him to Ian este, He's He's just a wonderful player. Uh, Gavi is more kind Of aggressive, he's really good at pressing, but um, he um, is very, very skillful as well. He's been heralded for seven, eight years, um, in Spain as the next great thing. Um, in yes. Spain underage national teams, he's always been the star player. He's he's another one of these small um guys who's been the, in the Barca Academy for last since he was around 10 or 11. Um, but uh, he's he's a wonderful player.
0: But Xavi is the Barcelona coach now, of course, from the great team steeped in in Barcelona folklore and mentioned always with Iniesta and Messi. You know, they were probably the greatest team we'll ever see. Has he managed Xavi to get the Barça youth system functioning again?
1: Yeah, he's he he was uh, he was gifted with several expensive uh, transfers this summer. But uh, he, he still is mining that um, the Messiah, the, the youth academy. Yes. Uh, um, you know, those three players we've just mentioned Ansu Fadi, Gavi, and um, Pedri, they're all um, in, around the starting team under Javi at Barca. He's also um, blooded Alejandro Balde, who was uh, very unlucky not to make um, the Spain squad for the World Cup. Um, he's been keep, keeping, um, he's been maintaining his first team uh, spot on that Barca team, even though he's 18, just turned 19. Um, really, really good player, an electric player uh, on, as a left full back. Um, so, yeah, uh, 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 Javi is not slow to use young players. Ronald Araujo's first choice central defender as well. Eric Garcia, who'll probably play for Spain. Starting eleven, at the World Cup is another young guy. He was at Man City. For yeah, a he's twenty-one, or two.
0: and he's a Barcelona yeah. player. Who will be the big players in the team? Obviously, Sergio Busquets is the captain. Yeah. he's thirty-four now. He's one hundred and thirty-nine caps. He's been a Barcelona player forever, yeah. and in the great teams forever. They have experience at the back. Aspelacueta, for example. Yeah, Jordi Alba. Mm-hmm. who is also a Barcelona player, great player. He's 86 caps. I'm not sure if he's a starter even at Barca now, but will he be a starter with Spain?
1: It, yeah, he he will. I, I'd say Enrique will start with him as the left, um, left full. Uh, yeah, and Alejandro. Carvajal, Car- Danny Carvajal,
0: for, he'll be the Real Madrid player. He should start. He's a very good player, Carvajal. Will he start, do you think?
1: Yeah, it's a toss-up between himself and Queta. I'd say right. he'll, he'll go with Danny Carvajal. Uh, he's a tenacious defender, yeah. Very, very good defender.
0: And they have Laporte as well from Manchester City. Mm. Whether he starts or not, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I think he will start, yeah. Um, and then it'll be a toss-up between Eric Garcia and Pau Torres, via um, centre-back for the other, um, the other central defence
0: Right. To go back to the thing we started talking about, Richard, you know, the idea that the nation, in this case, Ireland, small nation, of course, but England, Germany, French, although the French don't like you to know they're excited, (laughs) (laughs) but they try to hide it. But the the idea that Spain are different in that way because of the regionalism, I mean, the, the Basque region, for example, Got Catalonia, you've got Madrid, all of these regions. Is it the case that really, despite the time that's passed since Franco and all of that awful civil war stuff, that the wounds haven't quite healed into a, a one nation idea?
1: No, it's it's things are, are better at the moment basically because there's a socialist government uh, in power when. Partido Popular the conservative right wing party in power um things are very antagonistic but it's not a cohesive country of 17 regions and you know the, the catalans are pushing all the time for independence like in Scotland yes. um so that's a, it's a very fragile situation and has been very volatile over the last 10 years
0: and it's true to say isn't it richard pep guardiola is a, a huge enthusiast for catalan independence is that right
1: oh absolutely he's the poster boy for catalan independence from right a sm- from a small town about an hour outside the city uh, whenever there's um uh, a delicate moment um, with those political prisoners for example who were, were imprisoned after an illegal referendum in 2017 and um, they got sentenced in 2019 he will re- release video messages the politicians in Madrid and around the country will come back and give out about him uh, calling out his double standards. You know, he's an ambassador for the Qatar World Cup. He works for Abu Dhabi, effectively. Uh, You know, we know all about their human rights records. Yeah.
0: Is Pep an ambassador for the Qatar World Cup? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's not very nice. I know, yeah. That's very, very surprising. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, finally, Richard. How do you think they'll do if they get out of the group? I I hear what you're saying about their inability to break down a team that puts eleven behind the ball, or ten behind the ball. But Germany aren't very good. If they get out of the group, they'll be dangerous, won't they?
1: Oh, they will. They will. They were slow slow to start in the Eurovision like yeah. last year, but when they got out, then they were you know they were very good, particularly obviously in that semi final against Italy. Against the big teams, they've really good results. To beat Italy uh, in the Euro- European Nations League last year, they beat Ger- Germany six 0 Um, uh, they were very unlucky not to lose in the, in the um the Nations League final against France two one last last season. Uh, They'd be just beat Portugal there in September, and um, so they won't fear any of the big sides. You know, as right. we say, they do better against teams that yes. come out to play against them. Um so if they yeah if they get out of the group they they could go fair. it would be um it's a hard world cup to call there there's no clear cut no. favours, but uh, I'd be unlikely to see you know Spain win it with this team it, it's not, it doesn't have the quality it had 10 years ago but um you could see them getting to a semi final definitely qu- quarter final
0: Okay Richard we're very grateful for joining us from Barcelona I hope you enjoy the World Cup, and we'll have you back on to preview the final involving England and Spain. Look forward to it. We'll see how it goes. Thank you very much indeed. That's Richard Fitzpatrick. Richard is our man in Barcelona, and if you ever get into trouble with a Catalan nationalist, tell him you know, Richard. <laughs> We're grateful to Richard, and I should say also that our coverage of the World Cup will continue with John Giles and Liam Brady next week and we hope to go back to Richard when Spain do progress because they are I think it's fair to say Richard they're a threat to anyone on a one-off basis definitely okay thank you very much Richard thanks to all of you for listening that's all we have time for now we'll talk to you
1: soon